Welcome to Emerge Dynamics. Emerge Dynamics. The podcast for those who manage and invest in middle market private companies across the globe. globe. We're telling the stories of the unsung champions who take enormous risks every day to weave the fabric of our societies. Those visionaries who serve our communities by delivering products and services to their customers in better ways than they could have otherwise had. Those who collectively, from the multi-trillion dollar largest market on the planet and create the jobs that feed more families than any other organization could ever hope to. We're diving into the dynamics of what makes these organizations thrive, what makes some of them emerge from their peers and create incredible returns and impact on their communities. This is Emerge Dynamics. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Emerge Dynamics podcast. I am David Cusimano here with Eric Wingerter. Hey, David. Glad to be here. Absolutely. And uh, today we're going to maybe do a bit of a summary episode going back to the strategic planning or what we like to call dream planning conversation that we had that was about five episodes long. We want to cover an objection that we've heard from people before about this whole process. Yep. And I think we wanted to cover this now before we went too far into other topics off into the future to keep this discussion closer yeah, it's, to it's, when we recorded. It's definitely a common objective, objection that we get. And, and the objective is, does all this planning paralyze me? Yeah. Does it make me stagnate? And we've talked with people before mm-hmm. who said exactly this. They say, hang on, I see all the things you're talking about. They all make sense but I'm going to go through this whole exercise and then a month from now, or back when we first started hearing this objection, people would say six months from now. These days, people think it's a month Month from from now. The world will be completely different. Right. And this will have been irrelevant. Everything I have done. Right. So let's talk about that a bit. I, I guess a spoiler alert, we don't think we, it's a reasonable objection. It's a reasonable question that people have we certainly don't agree with the conclusion. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And some people call it yeah, analysis paralysis, uh, you know, the concentric bird that keeps running around in circles uh, and flies up its own keister um, is, is, is some of the terminology <laughs> I've heard before. But, uh, but no. Um, and, and, and here we're here to talk about why that's not the case. Um, and uh, so let's, let's get into the topic, David. Mm-hmm. And, and Eric, you bring up analysis paralysis. Uh, I mean, that, that is a real thing. Yes, it, it is. It can yeah. happen. Yes, it is. We, and I've certainly seen people who analyze things unbelievably and never make, do any action, right? So uh, that's a thing. Plus, us financial accountants get uh, <laughs> yes. charged with that on a regular we, basis. We, we, could ha- we could have a bias there, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, but that's not at, at all a danger, I think, if you do this properly. Absolutely. And Absolutely. and so let's let's talk about the if you think about the uh, MVOSTA process that we went through. There's really the beginning section, particularly mission and vision, are really setting in my mind your compass. Correct. You're setting true north for your north. organization. Right. Those are very strategic, along with. The, the module of the exercise on strategy, which of course is strategic as well. Those are really our three 
more strategic components Correct. of the process. Right. And then you've got objectives, tactics, action, actions, more tactical right. and action-oriented. Both. Of, so if we think of this in strategic and tactical of the process, both equally important and necessary, and either one, you're completely lost without the other. Right. You do just the, the, uh, the tactics and the operational without the true north, you're going to have a problem. If all you do is dream and never execute, you're going to have a problem, right? So The, the old adage of, of uh, strategy without execution is delusion. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but we can also be so hyper-focused on the tactical actions uh, without the planning on the front end that mm-hmm. we start doing a lot of things, but we're not necessarily moving the company forward in the direction that it needs to go. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So the whole point, I think here, David, is is that um, you, you have to have both. It's not one or the other. It's it's both. And mm-hmm. that's what we talk about uh, in the whole uh, uh, MVOSTA uh, program. Uh, we like to call it operational master planning uh, right. at the end of the day, mm-hmm. because it's it's what that means is it's 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 bringing together the strategic and the tactical together so that we're setting the stage, setting the compass, and then um, our actions are really governed by that. And those those actions are going to be constantly changing. Um, and this is meant to be a living, dynamic document that we're working from. But we have to have the grounding in the, uh, the direction, the true north, uh, as the mm-hmm. compass, as you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they should be all combined together. Yes, and, and you said operational master planning, Eric, and I, I know just just for um, inf- as information for anyone listening, I think you've referenced uh, OMP is the term you've you've used in organizations that you've worked with in the past. So yes. if anyone's heard that OMP before, OMP or operational master planning, exactly. So let's get back to the objection though. So let's say someone says, "Great, Eric, everything you're saying is great, but I'm going to spend all this time doing this, and next month there's." some event is going to happen that's going to make this all irrelevant and I've wasted my time. So why even start? It could be the next pandemic. It could be inflation. could be a supply chain meltdown. could be a hurricane, a war. So why do I even do this? Well, I mean, I, I'd say stuff happens every day with, with monotonous regularity. Stuff <laughs> is happening. Um, and we always have to respond to that. Um, but we have to be careful that when that stuff is happening to us, um, if we don't have the true planning on the front end that kind of keeps our, our, our boundaries going, we'll, we'll get just swayed by all those happenings every day mm-hmm. and those reactionary things. And, and we're never really moving the company forward. We're just always, well, what's, what's tomorrow going to bring and, and, and what's that change going to be that I have to deal with? That's mm-hmm. that's always there. But by having ourselves grounded strategically, it helps to, to frame, if you will, how we're going to respond mm-hmm. uh, instead of just responding or reacting. Absolutely. And I think about maybe the people who object because they think this is going to restrict them or make them stagnate. I think they think of an, an idea where there's like a board that makes a plan and you know, they, they spend all this time on this document and they kick off 
I don't know, the, the next year, 2023, here it comes and we've got our plan. This is what we're going to do. And then in March, something crazy happens and no one can respond appropriately because they're just looking at the, well, the plan says that we have to do this. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do because we stick to plan, right? So I think that is, I think what's in their heads when they're thinking about this. And, and I would think what you're saying is way, a much better way to look at it in that, this gives us this gives us the guidance, the, the the parameters, right, with which to respond to the craziness that we know is going to happen. Right, right. No, because I, I, again, I think we get if if we don't have some type of grounding in, you know, who, why is the company here? What's our whole purpose? If we don't have all of that grounding us as as we're getting bombarded with the. Uh, the, the things that happen to us every day, then we just we just we're just blowing in the wind, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, this is to help us stay on course, to help us to see those changes that are coming uh, at us, and then responding in the right way so that we continue to mm-hmm. uh, react to them, but stay on course. Absolutely, and I think, uh, kind of like I said a few minutes ago, I think of it as an. When, we, when we've planned well, when we've gone through our strategic dream planning process well, we know our true north. And our true north is not going to change when the next event happens next month, whatever it may be. Right. right? I mean, I guess short of some just cataclysmic event, an asteroid hits the earth and we, there's no more sunlight <laughs> or something. Right. Our true north stays where it is. Right. And helps us. And I would say not only um, does it allow us to to uh, get through these challenges, but allows us to anticipate them and respond even better to them because our t- we and our team all now understand when some unexpected event happens on the front lines of our organization, they're going to understand better because they know the true North. They know what this organization is about. They know its purpose. Right. And so when some off the script event happens that none of us ever could have foreseen, they're more likely to respond in the appropriate way to right. that customer, that vendor, that concerned community citizen, right, who, who has a problem with our business, just because, because there's no possible way we can write the script for everything. Hey, if uh, if this person says this, you respond like this. We can't do that because it's, it's, right. there's too many possibilities. So that's, I guess that's the way I see. So um, I hope, I hope what we're saying for anyone listening is, um, is helping people understand that this is not a process of stagnation. It's a process that allows incredibly dynamic response. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not, uh, put, you know, tie my hands behind my back. Actually, no, it's, it's, it's how do we embrace those changes that are coming to us in a way that we don't just get totally flustered? Because if you think about it, I mean, think of your, your, your people on the front line in, in particular, um, if, if they have that true north in front of them, and then as managers, we can kind of constantly keep that in front of them. Then when these changes happen, there's not panic in the ranks either um, that everyone's able to say, OK, all right. You know, yeah, we got to we got to modify here, but we're not going to modify uh, our whole reason for existence here um, or we're going to take us off on some some tangent. We're going to steady, you know, stay steady to the course. Mm-hmm. And uh, and realize that we hey we got to make some uh, some 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 tactical changes, but uh, that's the way life is, and and everybody can feel comfortable 
that knowing that, hey, this is not going to, to, to just blow the, the, our whole thing up uh, as far as what we do. It's going to make some changes. We're going to respond to those changes, but we're going to do it in a practical and a, in a realistic manner. And, and I would add, I'm thinking as we're talking here, uh, a thought I hadn't thought before necessarily, but I, I think it's so true in that when the, the world does shift beneath our feet, which it seems to do a lot lately, because we've done this planning, we will, we will perceive it and know it sooner. Yeah, when no, we've, yeah, it's, when it's, we've it's got all of yeah. our tactics and actions and we've made them all smart and we have accountability with each one. So it's not like, hey, you guys just go get better at this. And and uh, I guess if it's, yeah, it's more. not dated, when we say, <laughs> hey, Bob, you're accountable for X and we need to have X done by this date. And, and when Bob suddenly can't get X done by that date, and we have a regular rhythm of accountability in our organization. Say, so Bob, what happened? Right? One option is Bob got lazy. Bob checked out. He's not on the team mentally anymore. But another option is Bob's completely there, but the world has changed. And Bob says, this, yeah. this, this can't happen got, anymore can't because, happen. because, yeah. because or here's this can't why. happen in this time frame, uh, et cetera, and here's why. And, and now we're having that conversation immediately as soon as that action gets missed and not – that awaken Three up six months, months later. later yeah, it's like, it's it's like what happened? How what do we have negative Bob, cash flow? Yeah. Right? And you know, that's the wrong time to diagnose. That's too late. That's a that's a that's, that's a right. lagging indicator. We need that's leading right. indicators to that's steer right. our organizations that's the right, right way. Yeah. So um I think I, I hope we've covered this. I don't know how much more there is to say about it. Is there anything we're missing, Eric? Anything else we're gonna bring up on this topic? Uh, you know, I I can't think of it. Um I, I'm I'm sure there is a, a lot. Uh mm-hmm. I mean we like you said, we, we regularly have this conversation with, uh, with some of our clients. Uh, you know, why are we doing this? But I think the more you get into it, the more that you uh, actually use it as a, as a regular mechanism for uh, operating within your company and with your team, uh, the more you start to, to see, wow, I, I don't know how uh, we function in, you know, in the world before having done this, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because before we were just reacting. Right. Um, and now we're actually, as you said, looking ahead, anticipating, and then responding instead of reacting. Absolutely. And I guess just the one concluding thought is, you know, where's the evidence here? Uh, there may be, I hope there is some academic research out there which shows that organizations that plan do better than those that don't uh, I can say, certainly anecdotally from my experience, the organizations that I know of that have embraced this have saliently emerged from their peers, yes. <laughs> right? Versus the ones who just react yeah. and just yeah. let the world happen to them. Yeah, and I guess maybe, maybe one one last kind of thing that just popped in my head is, is that, um, you know, my experience in working with um, entrepreneurs, uh, the serial entrepreneur, entrepreneur in particular, is this can be a, a painful process um, because they are accustomed to always uh, responding, um, you know, just kind of reacting, if if you will. And it's 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 been a good thing. It's part of their their nature to to do that. That's why they start new businesses and what have you. It's just and you know, as an organization matures, we have to have this uh, this structure, uh, mm-hmm. and so you know. The, the 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 entrepreneurs that I know who have been the most successful long term have been the ones who understand that 
and who embrace it, um, but keep the organization going and keep the ideas flowing. Um, uh, but but they have these mechanisms in place mm-hmm. to provide the right amount of structure um, and and create the right balance yeah. in the organization. Absolutely, and and I'm thinking about um, business owners who've asked me before. I'd like a tool to help me predict the future, and this comes up particularly when we talk about financial forecasting. I want mm-hmm. to predict the future, and uh, the response I often give is. Uh, I don't have a tool. And I think, I think this, this, and we'll talk about this more when we talk about financial analysis and yeah. financial modeling. We'll definitely have some episodes on that. But I think this, this response also applies very much to strategic planning as well. As, and that is that I don't have a tool to help you predict the future. I have something even better. <laughs> we, we have something even better, right? This is not a tool to help you um, predict the future or even respond to the future. Organizations who do this well, who plan well, execute well, are the organizations who are creating the future. <laughs> right. 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 So let's, let's, all of us, let's, let's take that with us is let's yes. go, let's, let's go into the future purposefully along our true North and let's go write the future despite what might happen right. to us. Yeah. Perfect. Excellent. Off to work. Yes. Yes.